Welcome to the latest episode of the Box Football Podcast. Today I'm joined by um, Brighton and Wales uh, forward Kayleigh Green. Thanks for joining us, Kayleigh. No problem, it's a pleasure. Um, how, how are you finding it with with no football at the moment? Um, yeah, it's um, it's a, you know obviously it's a difficult time um, with what's going on in the world at the moment. But with with Brighton, you know, to be fair, they they're keeping our conditioning up at the moment. You know, they've sent us some programs. Um, that we follow every day. Um, we log on to a conference call as a team. We do gym sessions um, three, you know, up to three times a week. So, in, in regards to conditioning um, and keeping fit, that is something that you know Brighton, are, you know, have been good and and what I'm currently doing at the moment. So that's not too bad. But you know, when it comes to the afternoon, sometimes it, it can uh, it can be quite long winded, to be honest. Do you do um do you do meetings in the morning with the team? Yeah, so usually we have a, a program, a running program. So we have to do um, some time of some type of running, um, some type of ball work. Um, you know, just working on your your touches, getting on a ball. So it's just making sure you don't lose that when you when you go back, really. And then between ten and say twelve o'clock, we we go on Zoom, which is a conference call, and we have a gym program that that we we, we follow as a, as a team. So that's that's pretty great because not only you know you you're doing your gym program, but you're staying connected as a as a squad, which is you know which is much important. Um, how how are you finding it um, this season um, with Brighton? Yeah, it's it's a fantastic club. It's it's a family club. The girls are great. Um, and obviously working with Hope, she's she's an experienced manager. And and yeah, you know we've we've had our tough times on the pitch where you know we haven't been at our best. Um, but I think uh, you know the second season in WSR, I think you know there is you know we are still gelling. You know you look at the the top division. Um, teams you know they've been together and they've you know they've been together for years so bringing players in they, they've always played the same way um and with us being quite new i think you know we're still developing as a squad as as individuals as well but it, it's been it's been an up and down season uh, but you know we, we're just i think we just want to the season to get back up get started so we can kind of finish finish what we began really yeah um i think uh, the, below the WSL, I think all the leagues have finished now. Is there any? Has there any been any talk about when the WSL will start again? Not really. I think what you know, what the is, is, is you know, is running alongside the Ben in regards, you know, to the Premier League as well. At the moment, it's it's all kind of there, there is talks. I think the FA meeting on Friday just to continue talks on what's going to happen. Um, you know, just for us as players and as uh, you know, as as Brighton, I think. What hope is is you know making us do is is doing the conditioning so when if the the time does come when we we go back you know we, we're fit and we're ready and when you know we're not unfit and injuries are going to creep in so I think that that's she's just keeping us going so when the FA do make a decision whether it's going back then you know our preparations have been there and we're going to go back but at the moment I I just think it's it's just waiting for the FA to make a decision really. Are you doing the sessions with the rest of the team, or is it just a one-to-one with the manager or coaches? No, no, it's individual. So obviously, we get a weekly program. Oh, at the moment, we've had a three-week program. So we have a three-week program. We go out as an individual. Um, so obviously, we go out in the day. 
um, we do exercise on our own and then we log on to a conference call on our you know in your house or in your garden on your own again doing the gym so no nothing with the team as of yet um, obviously in, until until we find out what's going on with the FA and, and the government and what they issued um, hopefully we will be able to go back soon and if it is it'll probably only be in small numbers anyway yeah and um, you obviously you left uh, Yeovil uh, to go to Brighton was, was mm-hmm. Brighton uh, more appealing to you or did you have other options elsewhere um there was other options elsewhere but for me um i wanted to go at a club you know i'm a little bit older and and you know speaking after i left the other speaking to, to hope and, and going down there and, and you know she was telling me about the club and and what they're looking to do for the future i, I think that for me felt like a club that i wanted to be at um and that could benefit me and, and you know drive me a little bit more forward um in terms of i was quite a new center forward had I was originally sent back and then international Jane, you know, she, she put me there as a set of forward. So I, th- I was quite new at that role. And I think going underneath, you know, Hope Powell and what she's seen in me, I, I, you know, I thought that she could de- develop other parts of my games, really. You, you just mentioned you were a centre, centre defender. Uh, how come you've gone to a, a striker? Um, well, I was, uh, you know, centre back at Yeovil um, and at Cardiff. Prior to your role, but internationally, I was I was also a centre back. But I think Jane kind of looked at certain attributes that I kind of had, and it didn't fit as the centre back role for her. So she she tried me in several positions. She tried me as a winger, um, and then eventually she tried me at front, and I kind of fitted within her plans, and and she helped me develop in there. Um, then obviously I was going back to Yeovil and I was kind of flickering between a centre forward and a centre back because at the time Jamie Sherwood was my manager and you know I know Jamie for many years and he always seen me as a centre back but he you know he he wanted to help me develop as my in my national career international career sorry so he kind of you know helped me go in in a more attacking role um, and just over there I just think it just developed and then obviously I, I played Brighton in a cup and. Um, come on the last 20 minutes, scored some goals against Brighton. And then I think that hope seeing that part of my game. Um, and then, yeah, it just kind of hit off and it, it de- developed from there, really. Was Hope uh, Paul the, um, like the reason to go to Brighton? Um, I, I wouldn't say it was just solely because of that. Um, I think, you know, she was, I, I looked at some of the girls and, and I looked at, you know, what they did in previous um in the previous season. Obviously they won WSL. Um obviously I knew about about Hope's background, so that, that did help. But then when when she told me the you know, what the club was looking to do and, and what they wanted to achieve, that was something that I, I kinda of wanted to be a part of. Um so that kinda of sold sold me as well. What is what's the plans for, for Brighton this season or going forward? Is it try to be up there with with the likes of uh, Man City, United, Tottenham, Arsenal? Yeah, I, I think, you know, as, as a club, um, I think, you know, Hope's thoughts and ideas going forward was, you know, getting into WSL 1 and, and maintaining it. Um, obviously, last season, we, you know, we, we were quite at the bottom and we were fighting it. But, you know, 
Hope always knew it was going to be difficult and it was about building. So last season we were at the bottom and each season, as long as we could keep building as a squad and get higher and get that experience, um, that was kind of her goal. Um, and and that, that's what kind of, you know, sold me sure. Yes, you know, we, we want to be in the, top, in the top five. But, you know, for us as a club, it's about development. And I think that's that's important. As long as as, as, a, as a team we keep developing and keep pushing, then, you know, Hope can't ask for any more. Um, and the goal was to stay in the WSL, which we did. Um, this season, it's about, you know, going out there, performing, being consistent. Um, something that we haven't been at the moment, but as long as we can maintain in the league, the next season, you know, as long as we keep driving and look to get that consistency, I think we'll be a lot higher than what we are this season. Um, how would you say the the women's games um, developed since obviously you started playing football? Yeah, I, you know, I think it's massive. Um, you know, there's a lot more more teams going full time and that's not just in WSL 1 I think it's in WSL 2 um, some teams are looking to, to push the, the women to go full time and and put them in that you know that full time ca- category I'd say um, that's not just within England if, if you look you know nationally worldwide I think there's a lot more women's sport being driven and, and pushed um, and, and that's great for us as, as women that's what we want um, you know we we want to keep driving and yes, it's it's initially about the, the, the football, but it's also being called a professional really. And, and that's what we want to keep driving and get more women, young, more young players, girl players and, and get them in those academies and, and, and making it even more massive. Um, obviously, the um, um, internationally, you had, a, you had a very good campaign in the World Cup. Um, only losing one, but didn't manage to qualify. Was that a hard one to take? Yeah, um, you know, you know, I I know some of the girls that they they found that um, tough themselves. But personally, myself, I I kind of struggled once we once the the campaign ended and we didn't qualify. It, it took me about two months to to find myself again, um, and I think because. Being not being in that situation before, being so close to to grasping that qualification, I, I think it, it hit home a little bit too hard, and you know, not experiencing that before, it took a while. It took my confidence a little bit, um, which people might find a bit strange, but personally, it, it did. It you know, I lost a bit of my confidence. I, not I lost the love of the game, but it, it kind of. I don't know. It, it's hard to explain, but my, my emotions changed for football a little bit. But, you know, I, I continued, I trained hard and, and then eventually kind of got, got back into the love of it. And, and yeah, it, it, but it was it was a tough one to take. Um, obviously, winning five games and drawing two and losing one should really automatically, you should qualify. But um, did the England game on the last one um, take it harder to uh, accept? Yeah, I, I think it's because... You know, when Jane first came in and, and the, the, you know, the, the building blocks that she put in and you could see that every game we were developing and we were getting results and then it come to the last game and, and we lost um, not just by one goal. It, 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 was, it was quite difficult. Um, and I think that will hurt most, not, you know, one, because we lost, two, because, you know, we, 
we put everything on the line for those games and it come down to that one game and that's what changed I think the the reason why we qualified and losing in front of a home crowd, which was you know, was massive for us. I I think that that took us a lot as well, you know. You must be uh, proud as a as a group of players to see the the crowds you're getting um, in the campaigns. Yeah, um, you know, looking back from you know when the campaigns when Jane first came in, we you know we were getting hundreds in, you know, but then. When it comes to to you know the, the World Cup qualification and the numbers that we were we were getting in were massive, and then the support we were getting, you know, not not just in the ground, it was you know social media, it was everything, it was it was massive, and then it, you know we could see that you know what we were doing on the pitch it wasn't just for us, it, it was for the nation, it was for the young boys and girls, you know that that they want something and seeing. You know, seeing us do so well and believing in us, I think that that's what gave us that little little bit more more hope than that we could do. You know, qualify. Um, so yeah. What's 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 changed um, from obviously since Jane's come in to where you are now? Um, I, I think you know the the group of girls that we've got. Um, you know, there's a there's a lot more there's experienced players, and then you've got a lot of young ones coming in. But the young ones are they've got so much desire um, and, and talent, and I and I think you know Jane's come in and she's picking those young girls who who want who want it really, and that's that's pushing us as older ones as well. Um, Jane's you know she's she's not only just you know, come and, and put her stamp in the national team, but she's made weekly, you know, weekly sessions for some of the girls and 16s and the 19s and help them develop. And I think that's what we need as a nation. It's not about just turning up when we have the camps. It's about how you can get the younger girls and you can develop them on a weekly basis. And you can, you know, not, not just, you know, they they train at their clubs and then they come into the into the national team. Jane's taking them on a weekly basis and developing them, and develop them. And, you know, so then when when they does come into the senior and they are ready, it's not such a big leap. What's um, um obviously there's a there's a big togetherness within the within the team. Um, mm. Is that installed? Why you've had some very good res- results. Yeah, you know, I think that, you know, as a small nation, we, we have big passion. Um, you know, you, you can't deny that. We, we, everything we do, we've give, we've always given 110% in everything we've done. Um, but obviously, you know, the score lines do help with confidence. And the results that we've been getting or been going our way or, you know, we've been close to is building confidence. And when you've got confidence, you've got passion, you've got hard work. And when you've got all that energy together, it's fantastic. And that that's what we've created now as, as a team. It's it's the belief, it's the passion, it's the hard work. And when you've got that, I think you can see it as a nation. And I think that's what's pushed us on even more. Have you... Um, have you- like um, being excited with the crowds um, and the support you've been getting throughout throughout uh, the campaign, the World Cup campaign. Oh yeah, you know it's incredible. Um, when I walk, you know, it's it's not you know your thirty five thousands, but even 
you know, having 7,000, 8,000, that the feeling I get inside, you know, I still get nervous walking out in front of, from front of a crowd and singing that anthem in front like when we played England uh, at Rodney Parade and you could hear the crowd sing our anthem back to us, it, it was incredible. And the feeling, you'll never experience that. Which um, which result from the campaign um, did you enjoy the most? Um, in Russia. Russia was my favourite one. Um, you know, we went out to Russia and and it was, it was close. It was, you know, a very close result. And coming back... And playing in front of our crowd, which is that you know our crowd was getting bigger at that time. I think we we sold out within twenty four hours. Um, having that, and then the result that we that we had in that game was massive. The performance was massive. Like that was probably one of the best performances I've seen. You know, together as a team, and and the result come our way because of the performance. It was that that memory will always stick with me. Um, what's it what's it like um, with the characters you got in the dressing room? Is it is it helping the younger players coming through? Yeah, you know, the, I think that's something that Jane helps a lot with. You know, when she does the weekly sessions and, and she brings them in, into the senior environment, I, I think that, you know, they already have this confidence. And then when they're with us, you know, you do get some shy ones, but I, I think the experienced players, you know, they, they make them feel like they deserve to be there. Like, you know, that that they've they've got something that they can help and give to the team, um, and and that's something that we drive as as a as a squad that no one's bigger than anybody. Everyone's there together, um, and I think that's important that we have that as a squad. That there's not one player who's bigger than the rest. Do the older players help the um, the younger players like settle into the group? Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, you know, you got your captain, um, Sophie Ingle. She's she's great with the girls. You know, Tash. You know, will will even even Jess and Harrod, um, Lauren Dykes. You know, all, all them will, will. You know, sometimes when we we have some downtime, we'll we'll go as a squad to, to Nando's and we'll be together as a squad. But there's no staff; it's just players, and you can just you know we be relaxed and bringing them into an environment, you know, when we have downtime and just sitting outside, you know, in in the hotel and just being together and talking to them. And I, I think that's that's important to make make them feel, you know, that, that they're part of the team, really. Yeah. Um, do, you, do you do, um, like, fun and games during camps to, like, help players develop or, like, come through and settle in? Yeah, yeah. We, we you know, we, we'll, we'll have, you know, We'll have team tasks and stuff like that where the young ones can, you know, implement in that. But we also have, um, we have like, it's, it's basically called court. Um, and through the camp, you, you do certain things and you have to go to court and, and you have to go in front of a panel. So, you know, someone, someone might got Meg three times um, and you have to then argue your case in court to, to whoever the judges are and then they'll say whether you're guilty or not guilty and if you're guilty then you'll have to do something in front of the whole squad so it can be something so silly um, it could be gaggling water singing a song or you know doing something fancy dress and I think it's important that you know when you're on the pitch it's it's about knuckling down and doing the job but outside it's about really you know bringing people's funny side and bringing the confidence that you know as a team, you can have you can have a laugh, you know. And I think Jane does that very well. Does does the staff uh, get involved with the fun and games, or is it just the players? No, no, the staff as well. 
um, staff get involved. You know, it might be something that the staff do. They, you know, they accidentally leave a player. They might leave a player off um, in a training session. So then they have to go to court and, and, you know, they have to do something as well. So it's not just players. Um, you know, the managers or the staff will come in and they'll have to do it as well. And I think it's important to have that balance. You know, you have your time on the pitch, but then you also, it's important for the young ones to see the staff in that environment, that they're not just so serious. And, you know, that they do have that that human side to them where, you know, you can you can have a laugh as well. Is that is that a key to the success behind, behind the journey so far? Yeah, I think it is. I, I think it, it works both ways, you know. I think we have to be able to to see the staff, you know, we have to, you know, look at the staff and, you know, what, what they do. But it's also important to have that balance where we, you know, you, you, you look at the staff and you're able to approach them, if that makes sense. Yeah. And and seeing that side of them where, you know, they're joking and, and, and all the rest of it, that you look at them as... As, as, as a human, not just a scary, you know, some some young ones might look at Jane and think, oh, it's Jane Ludlow, you know, she's scary. But when they see a different side of her, you know, they, I think that helps them more relax a little bit. Can uh, can Jane tell her telling off when the performance is not right? Oh, yeah, she, she does give that. And I think that that's the important thing that Jane has. She has that balance where, you know, she, she can have that relaxed side of Jane where, you know, you can have a laugh, you can sit down and have a have a chat around the dinner table with her, you know, even outside having a coffee. But then when it's on the pitch and you, you cross that white line, you know, she's about getting the job done. And and I think that's the, that's the balance that Jane has. You know, if you don't do something right, you'll know about it. And I think um, that's something that she's done since the moment she's come in. Did um, did Jane like speak to you um, after the um, the result against England and like keep making sure you're all right and everything? Yeah, um, you know we we spoke about it after the game, um, and, and you know she 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 gave her side of it, and I, I think it hit her as well as it hit us as players. Um, so she, I think, as as a manager, she. After we got together in the changing rooms and we spoke about it, I think, you know, she allowed the players to have their time, you know, to, because she's been a football player, you know, she's, she's been, you know, she's been where we were, she was on the other side. So I think the thing about that is she knows what the players kind of need. And I think she left us to it to a point to, to kind of look at, look at the game, review the game what we did right, what we did wrong. And then I think she she then contacted players and just made sure everyone was okay. And I, and I think that's that as players, that's what we needed from our managers. Okay, like, you know, we, we got it, but, you know, she she's backing us. And um, and that's, I think that for us, is that's important. How did you, um, what was the build-up going into the England away game? You know, we obviously got the draw um, in, in Southampton and... Um, and they've got very good players. What was the preparation around how how to get a result against England? I think it was just about that, you know, for us as a, as a nation, you know, for us as a nation, uh, I say a nation, as a squad playing England, it it was about it was about just not allowing them to break us down. Because if you look at England and and the ability they got, you know, they 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 can bring. You break players down very quickly, and for us, it was 
if everybody knew their roles and their jobs and we stay compact as, as a team, then there was no reason why England can break us down and score a goal. And, and the plan was just, if we could if we could stay compact and, and as I said and not allow them to break us down then then that's half of, that's half of the job and then if you look at when we played them away you know we, we sucked them we sucked them into our half to a point but then when we counteracted and um, counterattacked we counteracted with, with pace and that's one thing that we did do and did that ball go over the line yes but obviously you know there's there's a lot of you know, yeses and knows whether that ball went over the line or not. But for us, it was just about, you know, everyone doing their jobs. And if everyone done their jobs, then England wouldn't be able to create anything, which personally myself, I don't think they did. What was it like playing at St Mary's? Yeah, you know, playing in front of that crowd, it was... It was an experience, um, and some of those players who have never experienced a crowd like that or or an occasion like that, you know, it could be a bit daunting. But you know, everybody that's from from the staff to to the substitute to the players on on the bench, you know, we had a goal, and that's what we were focused on. Everything else was just part of the occasion, and as long as we focused on what we wanted as a team and as a squad, then that's all that mattered. And what was what was it like at the end? You know, you had the little section of Welsh fans there, um, and then you obviously got a, a great result. Yeah, it was well, it was fantastic. You know, to to step on that pitch and to hold England, you know, to a draw. We could see that everything that Jane had done, uh, you know, put in in the sessions, or everything that the girls were doing in the sessions was, was right. You know, and and it showed based on that result, um, and seeing you know a small section of our fans that it was incredible, and you could hear them singing. And the moment that we we could hear them singing, I, I think that gave us that extra lift that we knew that we had that twelfth man on the pitch, and it was it was phenomenal feeling. Is it is that like a little bit of a glimpse that you can believe that you can get into a major competition? Yeah, definitely. You know, I think there's no doubt what we achieved in in the qualifiers for the World Cup. Stepping into to this qualifiers now, um, you know, most of us still believe that we do have a chance of qualifying. Um, there's certain results of this campaign that haven't gone our way, you know, but we still have we're, we're still halfway through. Uh, we still have Norway, we still have Belarus, and we still have you know Faroe Island to play majority of our home games in front of our home crowd, and I think that's a massive advantage for us. Obviously, you played the you played four games already in the Euro campaign, mm-hmm. uh, two wins yeah. and two draws. Is it yeah. about getting that top spot again? I think for us, as uh, you know, would we want top spot? Yes, but does it matter if we get top spot? No, as long as we qualify. And I think that's that as long as we can accumulate the points. Um, I think as a nation, you know, as a, you know, with with Jane and as Wales, I think as long as we accumulate points, and you know we get into that qualifier, I, I think it doesn't matter whether we hit that top spot. But is it important for us to get the top spot? Yes, because you get automatic qualification. Um, but obviously, you know we're trying to take one game at a time. Like you said, we've taken two draws. Should there have been draws? In our mind, no. But that's what happened. You know, we've taken draws. So, so I think we're just looking at game by game at the moment and and, and the results and what we can take really. Obviously, they're disappointed of not qualifying for the World Cup. 
and then you stop we start the campaign in the Euros really well with two wins and two draws. Did Jane remind you of the standards before the before the campaign started? Oh yes, definitely. You know, Jane will always look at our performances and, and what worked so well in the last campaign and and we sit down as a squad and we have meetings and we you know, we we talk about, you know, what what it looked like then in that campaign and what does it look like now as a squad and, and you know, how we felt then and, and you know, she, she'll always refer back to that and, and just show us that, you know, that we got that far based on belief, hard work, passion, 100%, everyone, you know, doing everything right. And and I think that's what she, you know, she, she still does pushing into this campaign now. Um, and the girls know that, you know, we, we have a lot of, Girls who are, you know, older, as you'd say, you know, you've got Jess, you've got myself, you've got Helen Ward, you've got Tash, you know, you know, there's a lot of us that, that we, as older players, we want to qualify for a major tournament. And, and that's something that we're so driven on at the moment is that we, you know, we want to qualify. Um, and that's something that, you know, we, we will say to the young ones as well is, you know, as all the players and as a nation, we, we want to qualify and that's what we're going to do. And, and I think that's our focus and that's our goal and that's what we're pushing for. From the from the group, did you, do you feel, as a from a player's point of view, you got a good chance of qualifying? Yeah, definitely. If you, you know, if you look at the group, you know, that we're, that we're in, there's, there's, there's no reason why we shouldn't qualify. You know, Norway's a, a tough team. Um, you know, they're... They qualify for a lot of major tournaments, but there's there's nothing to say that you know we can't compete against them. You know, if we do everything right and we play and we work hard and you know we do, we do everything that we're meant to do, there's nothing to say that we can't compete and we take a point from them. You know, even three points. But we, we I think it's important that as as a team that you know our preparation and our focus it's in the right place. And if it is in the right place, then there's nothing to say we can't qualify for sure. Do you have your um, own targets going into international duty or um, you know it's of course you know every individual player will, will have their, their, their own targets or their own things that they'll bring into camp um, you know for myself it's it's about being you know the best I can I can be um, and I do that even at my club and if I can give 100% at my club and keep working the best that I can be. That referring to national squad, and I think everybody's the same. You know, it's, it's, you know, if you work hard off the pitch, it refers on the pitch, and, and I think that's that's important. You know, we, we've had some injuries, so that everybody can just be fit and work hard. You know, I, I think that's that's that'll be on the back of their minds. You know, staying fit and, and getting to the you know, and also qualifying. From your point of view, how would you assess the? The campaign so far, the Euro campaign. Yeah, you know, I, I think looking at it now, I think we've had some, you know, we've had some great results. Um, one way to, you know, Belarus, you know, we we took some high numbers there, and then we went away to Faroe Islands, and you know, we won there. Um, the only games we'll be looking back is 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 when we played, you know, Ireland, and we'll be looking at them, thinking, you know, they're the games that we should have been taking points from, um, and. You know, we have we've we've left them games, and Jane has, has sent us stuff to review on and look at, um, and and she does that regularly. You know, it it won't just you know the thing with Jane is that she you know she'll make us review things, especially before going into camp, because as a team she wants us to 
you know, to be focused because the moment we step into international duty, you know, that's our mindset. And I think that's why she'll send us stuff going into it. So we're, we're you know, we're half focused onto it. And we, you know, we, we know what we're looking at. We know what we did on that last game. We, you know, we know what we should have done and what didn't work. And then when we do step that first day international camp, we're all focused and, and we, we know what we're meant to be doing. Um, last time out, yeah, the friendly in um, against Estonia, a good yeah. result. Good result. Estonia, oh my god, can you think about that game? I'm trying to think of Estonia. Uh, the two 0 Wrexham. Oh yeah, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> I couldn't. I couldn't. Do you know what? It's been that that long of international. Yeah, I think that was important for us playing. You know, getting that a team like that. At, it was good for us to to go out there and play them and, and, and get the result, yes. But we've we've also got to kind of look at certain things about, you know, did we do the right things to break them down? Do we, you know, and that's what Jane would be looking at, you know, is is the players that were on the pitch, did we do the right things? You know, the team that she selected, you know, and, and the shape and the formation, was that right? So it's great to play games like that because great preparation games like that kind of sets helps Jane to see, you know, what were what didn't, what didn't. Sorry. So then when we do come into the qualifying games, you know, we've 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 looked at certain elements, and I think that's important. And that game, it was a good game. A lot of youngsters got their first caps. They got on. They got the games, and it's good for Jane to see see what players are, are ready to step in as well. Um, did the did the men's um, Euro um, in France inspire the girls to do well? Yeah, of course. You know, looking at the men and and how well they did is you know it caught it, it lifted it lifted our spirit up as well. And we've had great support from the men. Um, in in you know when they had a good campaign, you know we supported the men through their campaign, and I think you know it, it vice versa in, in the World Cup campaign as well. Um, but looking at them and and as a small nation, you know, we, we don't have, you know, a lot of players. But but I, I think one thing that we do we do look at is is the, is, the, is the drive and the passion that we we have throughout even the men's and the women's, and, and I think that's important. How would you how would you assess um, the Wales uh, team now, the women's from when you you first came through? What do you mean? Sorry. So, like, how how have you like the the team from when you started to the team now, like the standards wise? Oh, I I think it's massive because you know when we when we first went into it, we we there wasn't that many players on full time contracts, um, and if you look at the you know the team now, and you look at the standards and and the players that we have, majority of them are. You know, either full-time clubs or the youngsters that at, you know, they're at certain academies, at, you know, at big clubs, and I think that's the difference. Is is that with with back then, I think there was only a handful of full-time, you know, full-time um, athletes at the time, um, players. And if you look at now, majority three quarters of our club are, are professional, and you know, playing the standards from part-time to full-time is is massive, and. And I think that that's that's kind of the difference is that when everybody's you know training full time and, and getting you know the best coaching that they get a full time that makes a massive difference on the squad. What's what's your future plans after after playing? Uh, good question. 
um, you know, I've, I've done my coaching badges. Um, so I've done B licence and I'll look to do A licence um, coaching. Um, obviously, my main goal is, is that I want to be I want to be a plumber. Um, people will be saying plumber to football is a bit different, but uh, I think that the football and the love of football will always be there when I finish and I would always like to be involved in, in coaching. Um, that's something, but I would like to kind of go down the route of getting a trade and being a plumber. Um, I am a full-time um, sports masseuse at the moment as well, so you know I can always still be involved in football. Um, but I, I do kind of want to go down the get a trade and, and go down that route. Um, is you do you want to do coaching um, like part time after after your career? Yeah, you know I, I do enjoy coaching. I've done. Um, some coaching for the under 16s Wales. You know, I've, I've done some coaching with the girls. I've done some coaching at some clubs. You know, I I do like coaching. You know, and I I, I do really really enjoy it. Um, obviously, when football ends, you've, you've got to kind of look at financially and, and life after football. And it is is coaching financially stable? But part time, I would you know I would I wouldn't mind doing it. And I, as I said, I I still like to be involved in some kind of still be involved in football, whether it's coaching or you know physiotherapy, anything like that. Um, I would still like to to do that, but again, obviously, you've got to look financially in this world. And I think getting a trade is something that. You know that that would help that. Would you Would you go into punditry? Yeah, I do enjoy that. I've had you know a few offers doing that. Um, that's something that I do also do enjoy. Um, and for me, I can talk for Wales sometimes. Um, but yeah, I've had some offers, and you know I've done one or two. Um, I've also I'm also taking up Welsh at the moment. So if I can you know, learn to speak fluently Welsh, I would kind of like to do um, a bit of that as well, really. How, how is the Welsh going? Yeah, it's going a bit slow. Um, obviously, certain things take over, but since we've had this lockdown, you know, I've, I've been doing um, learning a little bit more Welsh. Um, it's great because my roomie within Wales, Tash Tad, and she's fluent Welsh, so she's she's been helping me out, which is which is great. And and Wales have been been their support on learning Welsh is great um, that's something else that we've been doing um, you know when we've had certain camps any and even some of the staff uh, players who want to learn Welsh we've been having Welsh lessons um, so that's something we've also been doing as well which, which is great Who, Who's been taking the Welsh lessons? Um, so there's been myself um, Helen Ward um, Jane Dudlow's been doing it um uh, Elise was doing it. Um, Raza was doing it. Rian Roberts, um, Rachel, Rachel Rowe. There's just there's so many of there's there's been quite a few. Even our you know our physio who's Irish. She's she's been Hillary. She's been coming in and and doing some Welsh as well, um, which is fantastic. I think that that's something where you have that connection as well, and everybody wants to learn it and they're working hard. So. Yeah, we've we've been doing that as well. What was was the reason of doing Welsh lessons? Um, personally, myself, in you know, we, we had the opportunity to learn Welsh back in school, but when you're in school, I, I think personally myself, I didn't really pay much attention. You, know, you have other, you have other lessons thrown at you, you know, as in languages. You have French, you have German, um, and I just think in school you don't pay attention. But as I've got older. Um, I think it's important that you you know you don't forget where you've come from and and 
and I think learning the Welsh language is it's so important to our heritage and and that's kind of something on a personal level that I wanted to do is that you know I am Welsh and I want to speak Welsh and I, I think it's it's fantastic and my niece and nephew their first language is Welsh and when I listen to them talk I just think you know I think it's amazing that they do it and why can't I do it I might be a bit older but yeah and I, I think that's what kind of is driven me to do it has your niece and nephew uh, helped you out at all with your Welsh? Yeah, yeah, they have sent me a few things uh, um, of learning Welsh. Um, so, obviously, they, they're still in... I think they've just gone to high school now, so it's kind of, for me, they, they send me little things, or if I if I do things wrong, they, they'll tell me, which is which is great. So, it's kind of going back to learning days of the week, uh, numbers, hello, goodbye, and, and all those different things. Um so it's it's difficult. It's very difficult, you know, language to learn. But it's something I'm so passionate. And if it, if it's something you're so passionate to do, then I'm I'm sure I'll uh, I'll do well on it. Um, I was having a look uh, yesterday. I think did you have a spell out in Italy? Yeah, I I done a short period in Italy. Um, uh, it was I was with Yeovil, and I played London Bees, and I had someone come out and watch me. So. I kind of went and played a short spell in Italy for a bit. Um, yeah, I, it's just because obviously being a centre forward and being new, I wanted to get different experiences. Um, and I think it was the time when we won the WSL and they were, it was a spring series. So they're moving from the summer to winter. So I thought I'll just take the opportunity to go out to, to Italy in a short spell and, and, and play out there for a bit, which uh, is a fantastic experience and something I enjoyed. What what was it like? Is it is it different to the level in England? Yeah, it was it was it so different. If I'm you know, if I'm being honest, it it was in England. It, it's more it's more conditioning. It's more physical than than Italy was more you know getting on the ball and they were more techni- technically a lot you know a lot. It was all technical within the team that I was compared to, to, to being in England. So that's something that I needed to work on part of my game was technically, um, conditionally and, and, and strength-wise, you know, I, I built that word at the time in England playing football, but over in Italy I needed to work on, tech, you know, technically being better on the ball. So that's what I did. I went out there and I played. And, yeah, it, it's a lot different. And as I said, you know, it's it's an experience and, and one, one I enjoyed is it another another experience you want to continue before finishing? What playing 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 in abroad a, or playing abroad again? Yeah, you know, I think I'm I'm a little bit older at the moment, and um, you know, I, I never I never say no to it, but I would always look at if that opportunity come in, um, I would always you know review it. I would never close the door on it. Um, just to finish you off, I'd just like to ask you for some fire questions, if that's all right, Kayleigh. Yeah, sure. Uh, best player you played with? Ooh, best, Jessica Fishlock. Um, difficult opponent to play against? Jordan Nobbs. Toughest away trip you don't like going home, um, club or country? Say again, sorry? Toughest away trip that could involve club or country? Probably Kazakhstan. Um, why? Why is why is Jess uh, so influential with the uh, the Wales team? 
uh, I just think her experience, um, her knowledge, um, and, and technically she's she's such an you know she's such a good player. Um, but you know I I, th- I think what she sees on the, on the ball and off the ball is is fantastic. Has she helped you improve your improve your game? Yes, definitely. She's she's helped big part. Is um, there was certain parts, uh, you know, playing for Wales where there was times on the ball I was quite, you know, erratic, and she sat me down and, and you know she spoke on a you know one on one level and, and just just kind of put the confidence back into me. Um, and, and she's fantastic at that. And you know, Jess, that, that's something that Jess will always do. She's a team player, and and she'll give you feedback whenever needed. In, from the W. SL uh, point of view, which which teams the toughest you've come up against? Oh, oh, oh. For me, oh, it's difficult because I've asked on Chelsea. Um, Chelsea are more. I'm gonna go out. I'll go Arsenal. What's um? What's it like playing against them kind of teams? Um. Yeah, it's it's difficult, and um, the standards that that they play at and the intensity of player is is just incredible. Um, so yeah, it's it's very difficult. Um, you know, especially you know when they have great players. Um, so yeah, it's 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 a difficult. It's it's very difficult to play against them. Um, I just want to f- uh, thank you for coming on, Kaylee. I really appreciate you coming on. That's okay. Um, That's no problem. I hopefully hopefully the season resumes and you can carry on um yeah. in the WSL and then hopefully we can carry on um going into the Euros and hopefully qualify. Yeah, definitely. You know, it's a bit difficult obviously the Euros have been pushed back a bit, so it's just you know, hopefully the the season will resume and then, you know, we can continue um the qualifiers um where where we uh, where we finished off really. Well, uh thanks thanks for joining us, Kayleen, I really appreciate it. No problem. No worries. Take care. Stay safe.